parents, you have like a lot to keep up with. And I do not envy you at all for the decisions you have to make, the way you have to raise your kids. Are you doing it the right way? Are you doing it the wrong way? There's one question, though, that I don't know how in the world you ever explain this to your children, but we're going to try to today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Kramer. It's a, it's a feel-good podcast. That's what it's all about. Trying to make you feel good, make you laugh, make you think. Uh, yeah, that is the basis behind this whole show. And glad you're here. Every show, in case you're new, we kick off with talking to my mom. She's just the greatest. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. If you listen to this show long enough, then you know there's a, a couple of different reoccurring themes or stories that we follow. And one of those is that my mom is just <laughs> terrible at technology. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of different, I mean, it, 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 like once a week, it rears its ugly head, and it did twice today, actually. So oh, we got on here at about two thirty, and um, which is typical for us. Sometimes between two and three, usually we hop on California time, uh-huh. and um, all of a sudden, I could like hear my mom for a second, and then she like went away, and I couldn't hear, and my phone died. We could like back and forth, like trying to figure out why I couldn't hear, and for some reason, my mom thought she should take it on herself to rig the system up that we have that we have over here and change her headphones out what what were you trying to do i like my wireless headphones better than my earbuds mm-hmm. so maggie's here so i asked her to help me today to be sure that my wireless headphones were connected to my computer right and they and they were okay <laughs> but then when I tried to use them, when I signed on, you couldn't hear me. Yeah. So, so now <laughs> I'm back with my earbuds and yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know. You know, when in doubt, reboot. <laughs> you know. Maggie had to come down. We we're like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you do it or not? Or really hard to do a show from I mean, thank God for technology and everything oh that's become God. this way, right? But the fact that you know, trying to figure this out with any parent, if you're in the room or across the country, can always be a little bit challenging. But we're back. We're back and we're live. But that's not the only the only little mishap that we had today, because are you trying to up your Instagram game? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, now that I have all of these connections on Instagram and Facebook, I yeah. thought I should start posting something, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> My so- mom just, I, I don't even know how we started, but you guys found her Instagram. I wasn't going to give it because she honestly doesn't post anything. So it was kind of pointless. But then you guys found it and started following her and then started posting in the certified fans page on Facebook that you found her. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's going to prove me. She's going to prove me. And then I'm like, you guys, it's not going to be that interesting. So now you feel the obligation to be this, this Instagram. Of course, because yeah. everyone that's following me, I'm following back because I, yeah. loved, I love to see what's going on. I want to know who her fans are and what they're all about. So today, one of my favorite things happened, which is a sudden thunderstorm. Oh my gosh. I love those. So I said, okay, I'm going to go and do an Instagram video of this thunderstorm and post it because I love it so much, right? That's what you do, right? You post things you love, right? Okay. 
So I go outside on the front porch and I'm on Instagram and I turned on the video and I'm saying something like, oh, this is one of my favorite things, a pop-up storm in the summer and you could hear it raining and I'm showing the vista of the lake and all of a sudden I see that two people have joined (laughs) and I was like, oh no, I'm on Instagram live. I have no idea how to do this. So I just deleted it. So if you're the two people that tried to jump on with me Instagram live, just know you didn't miss a whole lot. I feel like what you need to do is just start like posting one Insta story a day, just of something, just to like get you used to, used to doing it, you know? Um, Mm Something it can be your food, it can be the birds, it can be uh, maybe stay away from videos. Let's just start with pictures, <laughs> okay? Because I feel like this is going to be problematic <laughs> starting out. Do you think Instagram 101? There's got to be like an Instagram for dummies book. There's got to be, yeah, that's, that's what be. I need. Okay, so this week we are doing a contest, which is we're giving away a sold out Give Me the Cheese May mug. And these things sold out super fast. And so I was like, I got a couple left over and I'm just going to give them away. So if you want to have a chance to win, then and listen to the instructions closely because some of y'all still getting this screwed up. I need you to text the word WIN, W-I-N, to 888-Kramer8. Okay, W-I-N to 888-Kramer, that's with a K, 8. And I'm going to shoot you back a link. You click on that link, and your secret code for today to enter is going to be... I can't find it now. Hang on. <laughs> oh, no. um, I should have this prepared. Okay. Your secret code for today is going to be HOME, H-O-M-E. So text the word WIN to 888-Kramer8. I send you a link. You click on it, and you enter the word HOME for your chance to uh, to win a Give Me the Cheese May mug. So... Love that. That goes through the end of this week. So you got if you're listening in real time, uh, it goes through the third of uh, July. Which oh my god, it's almost July. It's crazy to me. Crazy. It's almost fourth of July. What are you guys going to do for fourth of July? Because where my parents live is it's a big, a big fourth of July spot. They live up in Lake Lanier, Georgia, and Mm -hmm. a lot of families go up to the lake and you know get on their boats and shoot off fireworks. I mean, are people like your neighbors, are they even talking about what they're doing for the fourth? Are they going to have people over or what? No, but there, there is some talk, you know, on Facebook about where there'll be fireworks. But here's the thing, Jim and I were talking about this today. You know, there's so many crazy people on boats out there in the dark yeah. that it is really, it is really risky to go out there. And of course, they're all drinking and having a good sure. time, which is fine. If you're not an old person, but <laughs> yeah. if you're an old person, maybe not too scared. Um, I'll be curious to see, you know, what happens. I mean, here uh, out in California, they shut down a bunch of beaches up in LA. Uh, they haven't shut them down, at least as of now, which is three thirty on, uh, on on Tuesday. They haven't shut them down yet, so I don't know how that will look. I don't know how they're going to because getting all these people on those beaches. Oh my gosh, will be crazy. It's just crazy, and that's that's why, of course. One reason why all the numbers are flying off the charts because now we've reopened and 
people aren't social distancing. Of course not. In a bar? Are you kidding? Yeah. And, and you're not, and you can't wear your mask and drink. And then when right. you drink, you're impaired. So you're not thinking straight. Right. So, I mean, what were they thinking when they thought well, it was okay to open bars? Here in California, they shut down all bars that don't serve food. So if you're like literally oh, just a bar gosh. bar, then they, they shut them down. So I don't know. Well, this, this week's going to be worse. really – why do you say it. that? Well, that's even worse because if you drink on an empty stomach, then you get soused immediately. <laughs> At least <laughs> I do. Right. Well, those are getting – those are getting – that's what I'm saying. Anyone that serves food <laughs> – is staying open, but if you don't oh, serve food, they're shutting it down. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that opposite. I was like, no, no, no. Okay, no food. You just come in here and get soused on your first drink. <laughs> what is soused? I don't think I know that word. <laughs> that means highly intoxicated. Soused? How do you spell yeah, that? I don't know. I don't that's even soused? know the word. I think you may have just made it up. S O U S E D. I don't know. Soused? Yeah, we used to say, oh, oh they were soused. No, go get that soused. Word. I don't know. It's probably not a word. <laughs> I had a a weird experience today, and I'm hesitant to talk about this because I feel like any time that I put anything out into the universe, it always comes true. Yeah, so uh-oh. I, yeah, I just, it, I really am like watching this weird stuff happen. Like if I put it out there, like it's just like, oh, it happens. Um, I. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking for radio as much as I'm loving this podcast and this podcast will never, never go away. I mean, I think literally, well, I mean, one day it'll go away, but no time soon. Um, I, yeah, you'll be doing this from beyond the grave. Gotta, I didn't realize I signed up for a lifetime contract. Yep, yep. I know. Imagine, imagine getting that mic set up. Uh-huh, yeah, right. <laughs> That'd really be a struggle. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm still looking for radio jobs and, you know, so any, really any opportunity. I'm kind of open to anything right now to see what else I can do, you know? Well, you're not me. open to anything. Well, I mean, I mean, I am. I'm open to it. I'm not turning down anything. It's just not really knocking on my door right now, you know? Mm-hmm. I just keep hoping that someone's going to show up with a job on my doorstep. I'm like, this is perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, uh, I've told you that – I have been looking at jobs kind of all over the country and I, there's one here in San Diego and it was like, yeah, this, this is going to be a possibility. It might happen. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, they're making an offer. And that's literally right when the coronavirus hit. Uh-oh. So like it was like two days later. So then they, they retracted the offer and they're like, let's see how things kind of uh, shape up and I found out today that it's probably not going to be an option, which was like, ugh. cause I, I do love, I love San Diego. I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of cool opportunities, but th- this, this city will like always have a piece of my heart is because I just fell in love with it, which yes. I mean, duh, how do you not? Um, so <laughs> I'm feeling like kind of, kind of like, Oh, well, it's kind of disappointing, but I, what happened next was so interesting. So I had to go mail out my taxes and I went over to FedEx and as I'm walking in, I never know, I never knew this before, but FedEx has a greeting card section. And so as I'm standing there waiting to, um, to ship my package, I just look over and this one greeting card caught my eye and it was so interesting. It says, 
life is one big adventure. Go explore some more. And this is like right <laughs> after I was like, no. Yeah. After I was just kind of like, because well, honestly, it's there's some people that just love to travel and to move. And my ex-wife was that way. Anytime we had to move, she's like, cool, let's go. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I just have a whole, I'm a creature of habit, right? I just really do well with the same schedule every day. So anytime I have to uproot my life and move somewhere, especially right now, because, you know, before I had like a partner to go do this with and Mm -hmm. through my divorce, I've made like a lot of good friends and a lot of good connections here. And this just really started feeling like home to me. So, um, as I was feeling that, like that, that like I get this, just this anxiety in the pit of my stomach of like, okay, moving and like going, even these opportunities seem cool. Like it just seems so nerve wracking to me of like, well, I like it there. Well, I like working there. Well, I like the people that I'm working with. Well, I like the city. Will I make new friends? Will I find somebody that I like, you know, just all these question marks. And I just walk in and I look over and I see that card and I'm like, yeah, like my life has been nothing less than an adventure. I mean, there's been no, not a dull moment in my life for the past 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I need to start looking at it more that way than just like, you know, oh my God, I'm scared to leave or what if, and what if, but like, what if I go somewhere and it's like amazing and it's like the best opportunity ever. And I make some good friends and I meet the love of my life and Mm -hmm. everything is, you know, kind of feels, feels good. So I know that if you live in San Diego, that's not the, not the words you want to hear, but I can also tell you this is that never once in my life has things gone the way I thought they were going to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like last true. time when I was leaving Phoenix, like I was headed to Atlanta. Like my plan mm-hmm. was to go to Atlanta and mm-hmm. we had met and we were starting to talk money and that was the goal. And then all of a sudden, like in the last second, it was like San Diego was like, hey, we want you. And it just, here I am in San Diego. Right. So I'm not completely writing it off yet, but I just, I like that term. And I don't know if that resonates with anybody because your life may not seem as adventurous as this crazy one that I've somehow inherited. But, you know, make your life an adventure. Like if you look at like, like life is one big adventure, go explore some more. It is. And. I don't know, that greeting card just hit me like right at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. I agree. And especially now where you are in your life, like you, I mean, you really have to just take care of you, right? You don't have have a partner. You don't have kids. I mean, it's an opportune time for you to try something new and exciting. Sure. So, yeah. So did you buy that card? Did you buy that card? No, I should have. You just took a picture (laughs) of it, didn't you? I just took a picture of it. <laughs> I don't have the money for that right now. It's probably seven or eight dollars. So it's my, you know, it's FedEx office. They charge you a lot. So <laughs> that's okay. You have Maybe it on I'll... your phone. That's all that's that right. matters. I got it right here. Okay, so that'll Forever. be our that'll be our quote for the day. I like that. I mean, but let's let's talk about like life is an adventure because my brain's not wired that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I come from the, I'm, I come from Nancy Yancey. Like you were born, raised, you lived in that same city of Norcross, Georgia for well, forever, your whole life. No, that's not true. No, I was born, I was born in Brookhaven and we moved to Norcross when I was 11 and then when I married your dad. But okay, to be fair, for those that don't know, I mean, that's like what, like a 15 minute drive? It's not no, like it's. No, not then. 
Not even now. From Brookhaven North- is how, how well, far? From Norcross to Brookhaven now is about 20 minutes. But then, okay, okay. <laughs> then yeah. when I was 11, it was like the other end of the world. It was not developed. Sure, yeah. When you're a kid, thought, it's different. this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. My life is over. Yeah. We are moving to the boondocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Jim and I moved around after we got married, and then we came back. We came back to Norcross after Brian was born at the end of 1979. But you've always lived within a, a oh, 20 mile yeah. radius of, of Atlanta. Yeah, like you're acting like true. you moved. I mean, I've literally <laughs> gone one coast to the other, you know, like that's a, that's <laughs> well, not that's to say true. it's that's true. different. I mean, at 11, I get it. It's hard, but your, your <laughs> life has pretty much stayed pretty stable in Atlanta. In a 25 um, mile radius. Yes, that's true. Yeah, right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's the thing that I, you know, that I have a, a hard time with of like, I come from that I and mean, we never moved as a kid. We just, we moved one time, but we just moved literally like, like two streets over <laughs> right. to a bigger house. Right. Um, so it's just, I don't come from the nature of moving a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. used to like, I had the same friends, the same people, everything was just the same, 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 same. And then literally from, uh, 2006 on, it's just been like change, 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 move, change, change, move, change, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I just, I just, uh, what are your thoughts on that? And how well, do you, cause you've I never mean, really done it. No, but you chose a different life path. You chose yeah. to go into radio and in radio in that industry, you typically don't stay in the same place for very long. Right. Right. I don't know yeah. what percentage of folks have been lucky enough to stay on the same station for longer than you know five or ten years. I know there are some who've been there forever, but that's truly a small group of people. So, you know, if you're going to do what you love and follow your passion, that is part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. But you have to admit it's been a great adventure. Think of all the places you've lived and all the experiences you've had in those places. Yeah, it's, it's really been it's been interesting. It's been interesting, interesting. You and your brother, your brother's traveled all over the world. Yeah, but then he eventually came back, and he's just yeah. like, "Nah, that's it. Like I'm staying in Atlanta. Like that's, I'm over it." Right. So I just I wonder like how many more times do I adventure mm-hmm. versus just being like, "Nah." I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to stay here, you know, like, could I make this podcast big enough to where I would just stay here and like, because mm-hmm. every time you move, you take another risk, That's right? True. Like, That's true. So, But you have an opportunity too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's where my head's at know. today. You never know. Never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. But that's it for, uh, okay. All right. You feel good about that? I feel good. Feeling good. All right. We'll get on your Instagram game. Oh, gosh. I've got to snap Tomorrow it up. Tomorrow, an update of, of pictures you took, to, and I'll, I'll oh give you some gosh. feedback. You'll see my cardinals, and maybe we'll have another <laughs> great rainstorm. Actually, I think I still have that video on my camera, so I could post it. I don't know if I even follow you on Instagram, to be honest with you. Well, so I, because you know you're missing nothing. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should so, probably go follow my own mom. But all right. Well, I love you. Love you forever. Okay. When we get back, I listen, I'm not a parent, but this is a really valid question that we asked back in 2011. How in the world do you explain this to your kids? Next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. 
a moment in Kramer history. Uh, yeah, so it's time for a moment in Kramer history. It's when I look back over my radio career, and typically what I do is I go back and I look for just like outlandish things that I did. I'm like, I cannot believe we got away with this. This was a conversation, though, that started, and I listened. This segment was about 10, 15 minutes. I couldn't pull myself away from stop listening to this clip because I was just so fascinated with the idea of how you parents even pull this topic off with your kids. Now, the girl that's talking here was my ex-producer. Her name was Mandy uh, when I was back in Panama City back in 2011. She was a new mom. I think she had a six-year-old at the time. And so she was asking a valid question, which is like, how in the hell do you explain this? Okay, so here's the thing is, is Mandy is our, our producer who has a six-year-old daughter whose name is Bella. Bella's a cute little thing, isn't she? Um, Bella, though, of course, is hitting that age of where you guys start questioning life. Mm-hmm. You see something, you're like, I'm no longer going to remain silent about this. Right. I've got to figure this out. I'm inquisitive. I'm six. Mm-hmm. I need to know. Almost seven now. She is almost seven. Yeah. Well, Mandy, as a new mother, has not been through this yet. And I feel like once you go through your first kid, you got you got it down. You've got like your rhythm down. So when your kid pops up an awkward question, you're ready to answer it. But your first time through... <laughs> no clue. Who knows? No idea. The wild card. So yes. when Mandy comes to us and says, listen, I need to talk to the parents of Panama City to find out how do they explain this certain thing? Because Mandy can never find the right words for any of this stuff. Well, you know that kids are very interested in the opposite sex. Sure. Well, this happened to me not too long ago where Bella had a friend over. And of course, I have a son and I was changing his diaper and they like came in the room when I was changing him. And her friend looks at me and goes, oh, look, he's got a small brain down there. (laughs) And at first I didn't understand. I'm like, what'd you say? And of course, my husband's dying laughing in the background. (laughs) And she's like, you know, on his pee pee, a brain. (laughs) And I was like, well. Obviously referring to um, the male... uh, Stuff. Stuff. Junk. 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 (laughs) The male junk. If you will. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I guess it's kind of like that. And I left it at that. And they went about their day. Well, after her friend left, Bella was like, mom, what? Why? What is that? Why is, oh dear! Yeah. Why is he so different than me? It's like she wanted to play cool around the friend. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, I totally like, know. Yeah. I know that. I've seen that a hundred times before. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, I didn't mean it. Like yeah, Miguel, quit laughing. Mandy obviously has no idea how you explained the um, male genitalia, the genitalia, family jewels. Yeah, to to your children. Is a parent listening? Whoever had to explain what male genitalia was, how would you explain that? Because I think that even if it was to a, a male, that's got to be hard to explain. Because obviously, adults all know the answer, right? Yes. But when it comes to a kid, that's a lot to explain. Well, Eric. Hey. You had to explain uh, the, 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 the jewel. The, yeah. You know. Yeah. How'd I just you told my daughter that it was something that the boy would need later on in life, and that that was his business, and... It would be okay. Wow. So you pretty much blew it off like, don't worry about it. It's a guy thing. Yeah. And did she accept that? For the time. She was, you know, like four. So it was good enough for then. Hey, okay. that's all that matters, man. You just yeah. got to push them off to their friends at if school tell can... them to complete yeah. lie about it. <laughs> right. Isn't that true, though? That's really what you got to do. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Let me talk to you, uh, Stephanie. Stephanie, how'd you explain that? Uh, well, my boys were eight and ten. Mm-hmm. 
And they questioned me about a commercial they saw on TV about STDs. Oh, no. So I told them, first of all, that if, if you're with an unclean woman, that it'll fall off. Oh. And <laughs> about two weeks later, the oldest one came back to me and said, Mama, will it really fall off? And I said, no, but you'll wish it did. So come on, let's get on the computer. as an unclean woman. Is he like, did she not take a shower for a yeah. while? Like, how do you... That's a whole different topic, He's man. That's a whole women. different topic. Hello, Sabrina. Hi there. How'd you explain? I had a, I had a little different take on it. I'm okay. a nurse, so I really feel it is important to explain and tell them exactly what it is. Give the right label part to that label. Even at six years old? Yes, yes. I mean, because if you don't, somebody else is. And when they get to school and they try to tell the teacher something and you're calling a... A Twinkie. The teacher's not going to know what a Twinkie is, you know? Right. True. So what age is okay for that, you think? I think as soon as they can start talking, we talk about our body. We talk about the nose, the toe. It is what it is. So you're, I mean, and and forgive the, you know, there's going to be somebody that's going to be offended by this, but you you really think it's okay. It's sick to be like, well, that's his testicles and that's used to hold. No, no, I I tell my, when my child, when my kids were little, I would say, you know, girls have pen. Or I'm sorry, men have penises and, and girls have the other part. And then one time he was like two and a half years old and we're in the store. He goes, "Look, mommy, there's a vagina, vagina, penis." I'm like, "Oh." Okay, <laughs> Look, I'm not a parent, so I. It's one thing I don't have to worry about. Remind me tomorrow, though. I need to ask my mom how we had that conversation, if she can even remember. Because I feel like as a parent, you probably remember that conversation and how you handled it. So uh, if you had a good story, too, and you want to add that to the podcast, 888-Kramer8, you can call or text. And I, I don't think it's funny, man. All right, good news time. So at the end of the show, I give you just great news, good, exciting stuff going on in the world, because I know there's a lot of crappy stuff, but there's good stuff too, and we should focus on that as well. So we'll start in New York today. There's these three kids that got the surprise of a lifetime. I can't imagine. I would think I was the coolest kid ever if this happened to me. Their artwork showed up on these giant billboards all throughout New York City. So Shutterfly, who I think prints pictures, right? Don't they do like print printing of pictures and stuff? They chose these three designs from more than 450 kids who had submitted uh, artwork from all throughout the country. It was their Create Thanks campaign on Twitter and Instagram. So the one I want to focus on, though, she's seven years old. Her name is Kelly Rose Simpson. Uh, She is the granddaughter of a New York City transit worker who also inspired her drawing. Her idea behind this was she wanted to show thanks for people that had to commute during this all this craziness. So she had made him a sign and put it on his front door. Well, they decided to submit this picture, and now it's literally in the middle of Times Square. So New York City has been in the beginning phases of reopening, right? And so all the essential workers continue to rely on mass transit during the pandemic, and that's why her grandfather is so important in this whole process, right? So I think it's a great way to show thanks for, uh, yeah, for anybody. It's it's a really cute picture, and I'll put it on the show notes so you can go see it. But good job, Kelly Rose. It's super cute. And this story is crazy, and I don't know if you're going to get behind this, but one of the hardest things that I've been through in the past two and a half years, kind of what kicked off the, the all my hard stuff I've been going through, is my dog, Wiggy, who's a chihuahua. She died at the age of 16. It's, I mean, it is gut-wrenching when a dog dies. So I saw the story today. I'm like, this is crazy, and I want to run this by you, too, and see if you if you believe in this kind of stuff. So, so there's a woman named Lucy, and she had this dog, Sonny, who was 14 years old and passed away in her father's arms after suffering a seizure. 
But she said that she looked at her boyfriend afterwards and she's like, hey, I just want to know if Sonny is all right. She literally goes outside two hours later and she sees Sonny the dog's face in the clouds. She said, I was in shock, really in disbelief. The thing is, I was sad all day long. And as soon as I saw her, it just made me laugh. It made me giggle to myself. It made me happy. And I think that happening has made it even easier to grieve. So she puts it on Twitter and this now gone viral. And I want you to go look at this picture. It's, I mean, it's pretty like, wow, that's, that's insane. So that's going to be down the show notes for you. And we'll leave the show with a made me laugh. This is Rick Izquierta and talking about like parents just being on social media in general and like what a mess that whole process is. I love my parents. I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea. But the problem is they constantly do things that just write to self. I have to talk about it. Like ready, recently, my parents joined Facebook. Uh, thank you, younger people, for getting that. Uh, <laughs> older people are looking at me like, wow, that's cool. No. Um, my parents don't belong on Facebook because my parents don't understand Facebook. That's the problem. Like, first of all, my dad has been sending me messages every day. And in his message, he describes who he is <laughs> like his name and picture don't appear on my computer screen. Old people, we see your face when you write to us. So I see him, but he's still like, mijo is me, you father. I married to you mother. We grew up together. He's constantly calling me with questions about Facebook. You ever get a question from your parents that's borderline inappropriate? He called me the other day, he was like, mijo, why don't you poke my face? I was like, what? I want you to poke my face. I poke you face. Together, we can poke your mother's face. <laughs> my mother does not understand the concept of writing on my wall. She thinks it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. <laughs> so she ends up putting up family secrets and gossip. <laughs> Three days ago, this is what she wrote me wall. She's like, mijo, don't tell nobody. <laughs> she was like, you cousin Christina got another abortion. Que puta, click. <laughs> wow. I was like, you just told everybody. <laughs> and it got 15 likes. Uh, <laughs> all right, the whole video is down in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I appreciate you so much all the certified fans thank you so much let's get like one more person to join today come join our family by texting the word fans to 888 kramer 8 888 kramer 8 text the word fans and we'll add you to part of our family okay back with a brand new ask my mom tomorrow see you then love you bye hi kramer this is mina lee fisher and uh i'm actually one of your fans from tampa bay woohoo Currently living in Springfield, Missouri, but I have followed you on uh, Facebook for the past several years and your journey, everything that you've been through. Um, and I just want to tell you that I love you, man. You're awesome. Um, I haven't gotten to really get into your podcast until today, um, and I'm now binging it while I work every day, and um, it's fantastic. It is so awesome. I'm so glad you're doing it, and I just want you to know that people do care, and you've got a fan from Tampa Bay. I've hung in there. Um, anyway, you hang in there. Keep your head up. Great things are going to happen for you, and much love, man. Love you. Bye. Okay. 
That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.